0: Welcome to the As You Go Women's Ministry Podcast, part of the Rolling Hills Community Church Podcast Network, where you can find other great podcasts like Making History, Parenting Podcast, Men's Leadership Network, Rolling Hills Sermon Podcast, and more. Ladies, welcome back to As You Go. I'm Lily, and today I have a very special co host, Sarah Hunter. Sarah is one of my very good friends, and she also serves as the Connections Associate, and we are delighted to have her today filling in for Kathy. As we're preparing for season two coming back this fall, we wanted to offer a devotional mini series, and we hope that this will encourage you throughout the summer. Um, each week, you'll hear from a different female voice as we are studying the fruit of the spirit. And so, today I'm going to read Galatians 5:22 through 25 for us. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy. Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have been crucified, the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Today, Sarah is here to talk to us about kindness. So Sarah, I'm just going to let you kick it off. What does it mean to be kind?
1: Well, Lily, I tell my kids all the time to be kind. Be kind to your brother, be kind to your friends, Mm. use kind words. I say this word a lot, but what does it really mean? Dictionary.com, because who uses (laughs) Websters anymore, defines kindness as the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. When I think in terms of this definition, I can think of specific times when people have shown me kindness. I think of the friendly checkout woman at Sprouts who offers a warm greeting to everyone in her lane and passes out a wooden heart to each customer so they will feel loved. When I think of the word generous, I think of my dad who generously mowed my lawn for months without us asking him to when my husband was recovering from multiple surgeries. Oh, that's so sweet. I know. It was really kind. And when I think of considerate, I think of my friends who came over, brought food, and just hung out with me after my mom died, putting my needs above their to-do list. Which you were one of those, Lily. So (laughs) it was so kind.
0: Well, so what... Okay, those are all great practical, like just things that anybody in this world, whether they're in Christ or not, that's how they would display kindness. But what does the Bible specifically say about kindness?
1: Great question. Um, Jesus was constantly demonstrating kindness throughout his time on earth. He loved people despite all of their shortfalls. He was kind to tax collectors, lepers, you know, the ones who most people thought didn't deserve kindness. In Colossians, Paul says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. But how do I clothe myself in kindness? What does that really mean? A lot of times, it's really easy for me to be outwardly kind. As a true Southerner, I can smile, wave, and be friendly to people Mm. I see. It's not hard for me to let someone else go in front of me in line or shoot an encouraging text to someone going through a difficult time. These things come fairly naturally to me. I could go on and on about how easy it is to be outwardly kind. But I think you get the picture. I think the true test comes down to kindness in my heart. To be completely honest, I struggle with my thoughts being kind. Mm -hmm. Judgment, jealousy, contempt, other negative thoughts just have a way of dominating space in my head. I know these thoughts are not from God, so how do I rid myself of these thoughts and clothe myself and my thoughts in kindness? In 2 Corinthians, Paul tells us to take these thoughts captive and make it obedient to Christ. For me, this means recognizing my unkind thoughts. Identifying that thought as soon as it pops in my head and distinguishing it as something that will drag me down instead of lifting me and others up. Once I recognize that thought is negative, I can then replace it with scripture. This might mean saying in my head, clothe yourself in kindness, or like it says in Ephesians 4.32, be kind and compassionate, forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave you. Um, I know that's easier said than done yeah. sometimes. Um, but additionally, to taking every thought captive, we can pray about it. Um, constantly praying and asking God to change our thoughts and show us opportunities to show kindness to others. And he will i have been the recipient of acts of kindness that God laid on other people's hearts. And boy, does that feel good. Um, it feels good to know that someone just felt called to do something kind mm-hmm. for you. Um, it just makes it so personal. Um And then, as we read our Bible, study God's word, we become more like Christ. And in turn, Christ's kindness, along with the other fruit of the Spirit, live in us and flow out of us. I can tell a big difference in my kind thoughts and actions, or lack thereof, based on how much time I've been meditating on
0: God's word and praying. That's really good, Sarah. I liked what you said about as a Southerner, it's easy to be outwardly kind because I am from Alabama. I would say I'm like a true Southern belle um, at heart. And so, Outward kindness comes pretty easy. My mom taught me, put a smile on your face, always wear lipstick and earrings, and <laughs> and be kind. I mean, I remember even in high school, like when I would walk the halls, my mom would say, always say hi to everyone and use their name. And so that was something that I was taught early on, just to be like a kind person. Say hi. and Hi, Sarah. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Jacob. It, you know, it's good to see you. How are you? And you just... Kind of like go with the flow and follow those like rules of being kind, but inwardly your thoughts can be in a totally different place. And I would say that's where you probably see the fruit of the spirit, the struggle as a believer with the fruit of the spirit is internally and in your own mind, because just as a southerner you want to put on that face so that was really good I really liked that so what we're leaving everybody with a challenge this summer and so Sarah I want you to leave us with like a spiritual challenge about being kind and then leave us with a really fun summer challenge so what's your spiritual challenge for us today all right
1: my spiritual challenge is I want to challenge you to be that definition of kind remember there's three words that make up the definition friendly generous and considerate so what are some ways you can be friendly today maybe you can pull a neighbor's trash cans back up their driveway or compliment someone you see working hard or doing a good job. Next, think of something you can do to be generous to someone. In 1 Timothy 6.18, it says, Command them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. Ask God to show you someone in need and share what you have with them, whether that's your time or your finances. And lastly, think of something you can do to be considerate today. Philippians 2.3 says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. While kindness in our thoughts and our heart is important, living it out so others can see our kindness and the love of Jesus is what God is calling us to do. So don't sit on the sidelines today. Go and live it out
0: and another yeah, way the to summer fun challenge another way
1: to not live on the sidelines yeah. my summer fun challenge for you is to jump in the pool this summer and get your hair wet you got to go all in oh. you got to be the fun mom or dad or friend and just Fill the water just all around you <laughs> and enjoy it.
0: That's a good summer challenge, especially for me. Eric is the one that jumps in the pool and plays with the kids, and I sit on the side or I put my feet in. And my kids have been like, Mom, get in the pool, get in the pool. And I'm like, I just, I don't want to get my hair wet. That's literally what <laughs> I say to them. Cause I don't know, as a woman, um, most of you listening probably get this, but like we wash our hair like a couple times a week. And if I get in the pool every day, then I have to wash my hair again. Yeah. And so maybe on those days where I know I'm going to take a shower and wash my hair I need to actually jump in the pool get my hair wet that's a really good challenge especially as I head on vacation this week so thanks Sarah so much for joining us today we really appreciate um you being on the podcast today. I hope this was an encouragement to all of you listeners. If you haven't already check out season one of as you go, as well as the other podcast in our rolling Hills podcast network and be on the lookout for season two coming this fall. We're excited as we're planning ahead for the next season of the as you go podcast. Thanks for listening.